Alleluia, Christ is risen. But in the book of Acts, Tabitha is down. She's got a lot of reasons to be down in the book of Acts, the main one being that she's dead, which is a downer. You might say a six feet downer. But even before Tabitha dies, she has reason to be down. The scriptures imply that she is a widow. It doesn't say explicitly that she is a widow, but it does say that she is part of a community of widows. And there is no mention of a husband. There is no mention of children. It might be that she has those, but they don't show up which is known to happen. And here's the thing, it was a hard thing in ancient world to be a widow. In ancient Israel, women were not allowed to own property or have jobs, at least not respectable ones. And so women were dependent on men for their security. To be a widow, to be a woman without a husband, a father or a son, to be a woman without a man, was to be a woman who was powerless, defenseless, penniless. There's a whole book of the Bible, the book of Ruth, dedicated to the question, how can widows survive without men? And in that book, one of the characters, when she becomes a widow, she changes her name from Naomi, which means sweet, to Mara, which means bitter. Because that's how much of a downer it was to be a widow in ancient Israel. Now, Roman-occupied Israel was actually better for widows. Because, you see, unlike Jewish law, Roman law did actually allow for women to own property. But only if their husbands or their fathers died and they inherited it. And the trouble with that is it meant that when your husbands or fathers died, they had to be rich to start with, so you had something to inherit. And most people were poor. And you better believe the Roman government didn't offer social security. And so in the book of Acts chapter 6, just three chapters before the story of Tabitha, the whole chapter of Acts is devoted to the issue of there being so many widows who are part of the early church so many widows in need of financial assistance that the early church creates a whole new ministry position called deacons and commissions seven deacons for the sole purpose of going around and making sure those widows got the food they needed to survive. So yes, Tabitha the widow has reason to be down. But even before she became a widow, Tabitha had reason to be down because Tabitha is a woman and being a woman in ancient Israel was no walk in the park. In addition to all the economic challenges that I just described, women were on a fundamental level not taken seriously. Women were considered so unreliable, so prone to hysteria and gossip that women's testimony were not accepted in a court of law and if women were considered unworthy and unreliable to testify about the law, how much less were they considered worthy to testify about God? 
Of course, women weren't allowed to be spiritual leaders in their community. In fact, both Greek philosophers and Jewish rabbis would not allow women to study under them, would not allow them to train as disciples. And even though rabbinical teaching at the time says explicitly that from God's perspective, women should have every right to read the scriptures in worship, those same teachings says, but best not have women read because from the community's perspective, it would degrade the dignity of the congregation. So yes, Tabitha has reason to be down. The world has given her many reasons to be down. But here's the thing. Tabitha doesn't belong to the world. Tabitha belongs to Jesus. She is a sheep of the flock of Christ. And we hear Jesus today say, My sheep know my voice. They hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. And so, yes, the noise of this world may try to keep Tabitha down as a woman who is considered unreliable and unworthy to be a spiritual leader, but the voice of Jesus tells a different story. The voice of Jesus tells of his mother Mary, who while Jesus was still in the womb sang the Magnificat, sang of how God was going to turn the world around, how God was going to lift up the lowly and humble the proud. The voice of Jesus tells the story of Mary, the sister of Martha, who sits at Jesus' feet, who listens to Jesus the rabbi and studies under him as a disciple would, learning to become a rabbi. The voice of Jesus tells of Mary Magdalene, who, in a society that considered women unworthy and unreliable as witnesses, was chosen as the one person reliable and worthy enough on Easter morning to be the first witness of the resurrection, to be the one told by angels and Jesus of himself to go forth and proclaim the good news that Jesus had risen. So yes, the noise of this world gave Tabitha reason to stay down. But the voice of Jesus said, Tabitha, get up. The Lord is her shepherd and Tabitha listens to Jesus' voice. Tabitha rises in her life as a disciple. Acts chapter 9 calls Tabitha a disciple of Jesus. She is the only person, the only woman who is explicitly given the title of disciple. In fact, this passage in Acts chapter 9 is the only time in the whole of the New Testament where the female form of the word disciple is ever used. Why does Tabitha get this honor? Perhaps it is because when the world said to her, widows are powerless, defenseless, and penniless, she instead listened to the voice of Jesus and the voice of Jesus told another story. The voice of Jesus tells of the widow of Zarephath in Sidon, a woman who is starving, but though she is starving, though she cannot feed her own child, gives away her last meal to a foreigner and in giving away what little she has, she discovers it has multiplied enough that she can feed her whole family for days. The voice of Jesus tells of the persistent widow, 
who when an unjust judge refuses to give the justice that she deserves, she badgers that judge day and night, refusing to relent until not for God, not for goodness, but just to get her off her back, the judge gives in and gives her what is her right. The voice of Jesus tells of the widow's might, a widow who puts in two copper pennies to the offering plate, but Jesus says those two pennies are worth more than the fat stacks of cash that rich men put in because those rich men give of their abundance, but that widow gives of all that she has. So yes, the noise of this world gives Tabitha reasons to be down, but the voice of Jesus says, get up. The voice of Jesus says, There is more to you than what this world sees. Jesus says, I know my sheep and they follow me. Jesus knows Tabitha. He knows that she has in her something greater than everyone else. She has a willingness to work. She has who she is, who God made her to be. She is a seamstress. And so Tabitha makes use of the little that God has given her. She makes use of her talents The scriptures tell us today that she makes clothing, tunics, robes. Some of this clothing she gives away to the poor. Others she sells and she uses that money to give to charity. The world says widows are penniless. But Jesus says, Tabitha, get up. I know you. You are a philanthropist. And so Tabitha rises and becomes a pillar of her community. And so When death comes and tries to lay Tabitha low, tries to tell her that it is her time to stay down in the ground, Tabitha knows that she doesn't belong to death. She is a sheep of Jesus' fold, and the voice of Jesus has something else to say to her. The voice of Jesus says that he is the shepherd of his sheep. They know his voice and follow him that he gives his sheep eternal life and no one will snatch them out of his hand. The voice of Jesus speaks through Tabitha's sisters in Christ, those widows who grieve that their sister has died and yet they have heard of the resurrection so though they weep, they still have hope. They send for Peter. They tell him to come and they show him the works of Tabitha's hands, the clothing that she has made the good deeds she had done to build up the body of Christ, they let her works testify to who she is as a disciple of Christ. Peter hears the words of Jesus speak through these widows, and he follows the voice of Christ in them. He follows the voice of Christ in them until that voice leads him to the dead body of Tabitha, and there in that room, When death has laid Tabitha low, the voice of Jesus speaks through Peter. For Peter has been in a similar place not so long ago. In Luke chapter 8, Peter stood in a room with another dead body. The dead body of a little girl. A little girl, Jairus' daughter. A little girl who the neighbors wrote off as a lost cause, who laughed when Jesus came and said, Don't bother the teacher. Her time is over and done with. Let her lay low. But Jesus was in that room with Peter. And Jesus 
had something else to say. Jesus said to that little girl, get up. And she did. And so in that moment, Peter stands before the another body of another woman. He stands before Tabitha and he can do the only thing that he can, which is to repeat the words that Jesus spoke. To let his voice become Jesus' voice. To let his words be the words that Jesus spoke to that little girl. He says to Tabitha, Tabitha, get up. Siblings in Christ Tabitha spent her whole life being told by the world to stay down, but she belonged to Jesus, so she never did. Do you think she's going to start now? No. No, when the voice of Jesus comes, it speaks across the grave and death, for Jesus says, My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. That's not sometimes, that's not in good times, that's always my sheep hear my voice across death and the grave. Jesus' sheep hear his voice. So Tabitha, in the depths of the grave, in the depths of death, she hears the voice of her good shepherd. She hears the voice of her good shepherd even as she walks through the valley of the shadow of death. She fears no evil for her shepherd is with her and her shepherd says, get up. And so she follows. She takes the hand of Peter and she rises to new life. Death tried to keep her down, but Jesus' voice said, get up, I give you eternal life. The world tried to keep her down as a widow, but the voice of Jesus said, get up, I know you, you are a philanthropist. The world tried to keep Tabitha down as a woman, but the voice of Jesus said, get up, I know you, you are my disciple. And so Tabitha gets up because there is only one voice that she will listen to and that is the voice of her shepherd. Friends in Jesus, you have reasons to be down, I know. The world has given them to you. But you do not belong to the world You belong to the shepherd whose voice can transcend any barrier, whose voice can reach into the depths of death. And so on this day, when our society honors the mothers of this world, the scriptures invite us to remember our spiritual mothers, the women who taught us what it means to hear the voice of Jesus, the women who taught us what it means to follow Christ, the women through whom Jesus speaks to us today saying, get up. So when the world tries to keep you down, When the world says that you are unworthy, unreliable, that you have no place in God's work, hear the voice of Jesus. Speak through Mary Magdalene, through Mary, his mother, through Mary, the sister of Martha, saying, say it with me, get up. You are a disciple. When the judges of this world refuse to give you justice, hear the voice of Jesus speak through this persistent widow, saying, get up up demand what is right when the voices of this world tell you you have nothing left to offer hear the voice of jesus speak through the widow of zarephath speak through the widow's might saying get up and the one the world tries to keep you down using glass ceilings and wooden coffins to tell you to give up lie down to stay dead hear the voice of jesus speaking through tabitha saying 
get up, for you belong to Jesus. You belong with Jesus. Jesus is not down, for hallelujah, Christ is risen. If Christ has gotten up, what should we do? Get up then, get up with me now and let us sing that all the world might hear the voice of their shepherd. Mm -hmm.